0: team action on this episode of wow we have rivalries being set forth you have unexpected teams coming together and of course we had a championship match between the carlson twins and the tonga twins welcome to the wow after show y'all 10 9 8
1: 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 0
0: Hey y'all, of course, welcome to the WOW Superheroes After Show here on Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Of course, I'm your girl Stephanie Hardy, host and creator of the Hardy Wrestling Podcast, host and writer on this lovely platform, and of course, color commentator for the Belladonna Division, Battle Club Pro, Black Girl Magic 2022, and more recently, Spartan Wrestling. This past weekend, I had a great time, you know, commentating for their show Meltdown. In Gaston, Alabama So big shout outs to them And thank them for welcoming me into their space And for also welcoming me back at any point um, In my life Whenever I can make room for it Because life be life in So yeah, this is the WOW After Show But of course I am not alone I am here with the returning Champion of Mom Life The amazing writer The amazing host of NCAT We Trust And just all around amazing person it's Return of the Cat. Return of the cat. <laughs> Katrina Blake is back, y'all. She's back. How are you, cat?
2: I am good. I am happy to be back. I'm sorry guys. I had, you know, family stuff happen on right before school starts. And so I was gone, but I am back. And I came back just in time for some fantasticness which we'll get into later in the episode but i was very very happy uh with how things played out uh we've been wanting this from the very beginning and so it was really cool to like yes thank you universe for listening to us girlies here at well uh for a while after the show but i am happy to be here and thank you for that lovely intro as always well.
0: Absolutely. And of course, we send our love to Emily May, a.k.a. Emily B Everywhere, because she was on Impact doing correspondent work for Emergence. So big shout-outs to her for being everywhere the way that she always is, alongside Jade Chung and the rest of the Impact crew. And also with them, main eventing emerges with a women's title match between Trinity and Diana Peraza for the Impact Knockouts Championship and having, of course, a woman ring announcer and a female referee in Jessica so yeah well not Jessica Allison I believe yeah, either way, it was a female ref thrown in there. And it was just really amazing stuff. So lots of great stuff happened in women's wrestling. We have a new NWA World Women's Champion in Kenzie Page. We have a new AEW Women's Champion in Soraya slash Page. You know, if you're not familiar with her other name outside of WWE. And of course, we have our own championship stuff going on here on WOW. But before we get to that, Katrina, how did you feel about how have you felt about the last few episodes of Wow, and how do you feel about this episode? Because you've been gone for a minute.
2: Yes, um, I, I I liked it especially because I was uh, unfortunately I wasn't on when we had uh, Penelope, uh, not, excuse me, Vicky Lynn versus Princess Ozzy. and that was mm-hmm. a match I was actually looking forward to because uh, you know we were saying that if somebody's gonna maybe bring some a game to Miss Penelope Pink she could have been easily one of the women that kind of let Penelope know that she doesn't necessarily run wild the way she thinks she is. And I, I like Penelope Pink, and so there's no shade on my end, but she was definitely one of the people who I was like, okay, I wouldn't mind seeing this. And so for that match, I was actually very excited for that. And there was other matches that I enjoyed, but that was definitely one I was actually looking forward to. So it's kind of sad I wasn't on the episode, but, you know, life calls. <laughs> um, but in this regard, this episode, I did like that we got a lot of different, like, We had a lot of women on this episode in regards to like a lot of tag or teaming type work, which I was like, okay, I I like what we're doing with this. And some of them is just like, okay, let's see how this team kind of works together. And so I liked that. But again, we have been waiting for this tag match in particular since last year. We've been waiting. to see if we were going to get what we should have gotten. And so, this off on that alone, before even watching any of the matches, that was something I was like, yes, because we've been waiting for this. We've been waiting for this. And they worked their way back up to this match. And so, great episode.
0: Yeah, it was a fantastic episode, and of course, while you were gone, our CEO TK Trinidad did go to a wild taping and had. And of course, if you haven't looked at that vlog on our YouTube channel, please, you know, go look at it. It was really great and very beautifully edited, um, by Aisha. But the one thing that happened at the very end was the fact that TK decided to bring my name up to the wild world champion Penelope Pink, and she told me to keep talking and saying that it's nothing personal. And of course, I did cut my promo. So if you follow me on social media at Queen Steph Hardy, you will see my response. And you also see um, a smaller version of my response on that vlog as well. Just know that the beef between me and Penelope Pink ain't over. Okay, It's, it's not over. It's never over. It's just going to keep going and going until somehow or another a resolution will be had. I'm not sure how, but somehow or another it's going to have to be had. I don't know if we got to roll up to a taping one day or whatever, but either way, something needs to happen. Because it just keeps happening. But, yeah, of course, if you did watch this episode of Wild Superheroes, even though there was a lot of wrestling going on this weekend, I can kind of understand. But either way, if you did watch this episode, please chime in in the comments and tell us what your favorite parts of this episode were. I see JD in the comments saying hello. And Bobby Batito on YouTube. Thank you for watching as well. So, the first match that we had was a six woman tag team match between exile and ice cold. Um, and of course I'm, I'm going to call them generation bully buster. That's what I'm going to call them team generation bully buster in the form of Jennifer Flores, Keita rush and Steffi slays. Now, No one really knows exactly how this match came about, per se, because Jennifer Flores was getting her shine on in terms of singles work and also a little bit of tag team work. But she did have an amazing match with Tormenta a few weeks ago. So to see her in this sort of atmosphere was a little bit different. But either way, it was still cool. And then, of course, you have um, Exile with Genesis, Exodus, and Ice Cold working together pretty well. This made for a pretty stellar match to start this episode. Yeah. Jennifer Flores and Keita Rush and Steffi Slays really had a great rhythm going on with their tag teamwork. And something that they did kept mentioning on commentary was the fact that when it comes to Steffi Slays and Keita Rush they're of course two of the wow OGs and their um chemistry was really well in this match they were hitting like double moves onto Genesis and Exodus and Ice Cold a couple of times like their chemistry was definitely on point and I can definitely see why you know they worked so well together in the past and it makes me wonder if at some point they could possibly go for the tag titles you know later on down the road because of how good they were. And Jennifer Flores did pretty well pretty well as well. So it was pretty good. but the thing about exile was is like they were basically being really rough throughout the match. Like they were even utilizing each other's bodies as weapons because there was one point where ice cold actually hit like a cartwheel over. I believe Exodus or Genesis' knee and then ha- and hit like sort of like an arm like an arm slam onto one of the girls and the other team. So it was just a really good match, you know, all in all, there was lots of great rhythm, you know, going, going on in the match, but either way as, and this part of the match was really impressive as well as Keita Rush um, tried to was tripping up Ice Cold, but then Steffi Slays knocked her down with an elbow. So it was a really impressive match in terms of tag teamwork. But in the end, Exile wound up winning the match and beating them. Um, And this sort of made me sad because it was just like they were doing so well. Team, like team generation bully buster was doing such a good job but they just couldn't get the upper hand over exile and i believe afterward exile did cut a promo talking about you know how they have plans to run through the division or whatnot and i thought that was pretty cool because we really don't hear that much from exile they usually just fight kick butt and leave but they did talk and they did mention how much they want to you know make their goals come true in terms of wow in a very dangerous way so yeah this was really good six-woman tag action so Katrina how did you feel about this match and the performance of both teams
2: I thought that's a good open to this uh episode and I I, I did feel a little bad with reference to so like oh because you like Steffi you you know you like Kira she like J, uh you Jen but then it's like I think in this regard, because we had Ice Cold working with Excel for some time now, I feel like they have a better uh, communication style in that regard. It's like, by now, you should be working well together because you guys have been in so many matches or situations where you kind of have been teamed up. And while we were originally saying we didn't know why As code was with exile, we really did not understand how did she end up in this situation, it seems to have been the smartest one she's made so far. Um, with regard to the other team, she kind of hopped around a little bit, like here and there. This seemed to be where she settled uh, and it seemed to have, it's working. And this was clear with the fact that While I do think, you know, the other ladies tried really hard, I think with terms of in-ring, like kind of knowing what your partners are doing or knowing what your tag mates are going to be doing, they had the upper hand in that regard. And I think this was a smart move on Ice Cold because you have women, you know, the exile ladies already kind of came in with the chip on the shoulder, like, you know, we had a lot of stuff. People didn't really respect this. And I'm going to show you why they need to respect this. And so I think it was smart on Ice Cold's part to kind of align herself with them. And so far, for the most part, it has been working out. And so I think that this is a smart choice. But I do think this was a really good open. And I kind of like to see, like, I'm always funny about six, you know, six men, six women ties because it's like sometimes it gets so messy when there's so many parties in a ring. But this was done well where I wasn't like, oh God, like overwhelmed with it. Like, why we having all this going on it was nice moments where we can see what was going on in the matches we didn't really miss anything that was happening and i do think even with regards to ice cold and Exile saying whatever we can move the story with this group going forward it also was nice to kind of see while jen had been doing her thing solo she was with a team for a little bit also kind of just like a nice little ode really quick let's throw you back in there with women you have teamed up with before so i thought it was a good way to open up this episode
0: yeah, it really was. It was really stellar. Um 6 woman action and hopefully we will get to see more of what Ice Cold has to offer and something that I did notice in this episode was when they announced that Exile was coming to the ring along with Ice Cold they also sort of showed uh, Malia Hosaka in the card and we hadn't really seen much of her in in such a long time after Genesis and Exodus you know I guess left them left her off screen so do you think maybe we will see Malia Hosaka again in the new season or maybe that was just a mistake or, or production have, or what
2: I mean it could have been a mistake but we was always we was also kind of wondering what happened like one week she was there and the next minute they was kind of alone and we was like wait like okay not to, and this is not shade to them but when you think of kind of the woman who was really like no holds barred Malaya Hossa, she was on it like every match they had she was really on it not letting up off her opponent and i feel like when you're trying to again when you have a women in wow where you have so many different people who can be really hard-hitting or dominant you need somebody like that and uh, on a stable or on a team and so i was wondering so i'm hoping it's that a production error i hope nobody didn't have a little slippero with keyboard i'm hoping that means we are going to see her back soon because while she was a little mean in her approach i do respect the person who handled her own and she could and so you know and then also she's a legend I, I feel you know what i mean it's always nice to have some legends they're doing their thing and so i'm hoping it wasn't like a little slip up and it was just where we'll see her soon i'm hoping
0: yeah, we are hoping to see more of the wow OG Malia Hosaka again. There's a lot of personalities who I can't wait to see in this um, second season of wow. But either way, um, Exile got the upper hand and they got the win. And they seem to be doing relatively well, even without her guidance. But I wonder, you know, if that makes her feel some type of way. But maybe we'll find out later down the road. But in the comments, I see Goth Vegan watching on Twitch saying, Y'all got me so excited about wow last week. I made sure to watch Saturday. And I'm so happy you did I'm so happy you did goth vegan and of course Bobby Batito saying I'm a fan of Jennifer Flores me too she is fantastic and she will definitely continue to go far um as WoW continues to grow and as she continues to grow in and out of WoW too. So the next match was another tag team match between the Disciplinarian and G.I. Jane versus Foxy Fierce and Candy Crush. Now, of course, last week, Foxy Fierce actually came out with a huge win, and Candy Crush had a little bit of a good win, too. And it's just like, yeah, I just this was kind of surprising for me to see foxy fierce and candy crush as a tag team because normally when you see foxy fierce she'll come out with um chantilly chella or candy crush here lately has been tagging with princess ozzy but of course you know princess ozzy is on her journey towards the wild world title and you know I guess Chantilly is just sort of regathering herself. So now we have this tag team and it's been a minute since we've seen um, the Disciplinarian and G.I. Jane together as well and you have Samantha Smart there as well too. So this match was pretty good. Of course G.I. Jane had her power on display and then you have Disciplinarian with all of her um, strength on display as well. And of course G.I. Jane proceeded to be more and more impressive as she would slam Candy Crush down and throw her, you know, across the ring and stuff and doing push-ups on her back and everything. Like, G.I.J. and is mad, (laughs) mad disrespectful. But the one thing that I did enjoy was the fact that um, Foxy Fierce was utilizing a lot of her quickness and agility to sort of maneuver out of certain things that G.I. Jane and the Disciplinarian would try to put on her. Um, And she just continues to improve every time we see her in the ring. And I just love seeing all this Black Girl magic in the ring too, because what? (laughs) It was just really beautiful to see. So this match was really hard hitting and it really showed the best of what all these women had to offer. But at one point, I believe the disciplinarian got tagged back in um, and she had knocked and threw Foxy Fierce out of the ring. But then Candy Crush took advantage and hit her knockout punch to the disciplinarian for the one, two, three and candy crush and Foxy fierce won the match. So that was really surprising and even, and not even just surprising, but you also had Samantha smart in there trying to cheat and distract and also use her, Yardstick onto um, Foxy Fears as she was getting choked out on the ropes and everything. But here again, the IQ superior girl couldn't even help them, couldn't even help um, G.I. Jane and the Disciplinarian in this case. And Candy Crush and Foxy Fears won. So, Katrina, how did you feel about the performance of the Disciplinarian and G.I. Jane? And what do you think they could have done better in order to defeat Candy and um, Foxy?
2: one to all this black girl magic it's always nice to see these ladies in the ring uh i, I think we've both said previously that and again i like the this and again have been trying to use her height and size i feel like if you have it use it and she's definitely been getting better. I don't know if it's because she teamed up with G.I. Jean and that it's making her more confident in doing it. And then again, J- G.I. Jane with the push ups, like I can't really get a push up in correctly. And so her doing that's always like, you know what, yes, because I can't do all that. You know, that's not my that's not my lane. Um but I do think in this regard and it was nice to see like I like that Foxy had a nice win last week. But then it was also and you know this is again I get that Princess Ozzy is on her journey and you got Candy Crush. You kind of was on a journey and then kind of got halted with all the nonsense that was going on with her. But it's nice to kind of see, you know, like, okay, let's see what they can do together. It's like, they're kind of like acquaintances in a way, but they still so they work pretty well together. And I was surprised in that regard only because we don't normally see them tag together, that they got it. But I feel like it's anything that just speaks to Candy Crush using her determination to get the win and get the victory for the team. And I don't think this is anything necessarily wrong with G.I. Jane, because I Felt like they've been working a lot better in the last recent matches we've seen them in. They have worked a lot better together, and I do think they are a fantastic team together. I'm not too sure what Samantha Smart was doing this time. You, I, I feel like she wasn't on her A game and it comes to like when she wants to like do stuff or involve normally she's more extra about it and she didn't do as as i thought she would have in this and so maybe that's what it was i don't want to say their team is only good as good as samantha smart is on kind of trying to i don't want to say that because i don't think it's that i just think of anything candy crushes determination is what saved that match for them because there were times i'm like oh this could have went a whole different way because G.I. Jane did seem upset and it could also have been that sometimes when you're too upset you don't actually look at things the way you need to look at it and you might not be as level-headed or clear-headed about it and so that could have changed how she went about the match as well and so I think they did well I just think in this regard it was just Candy Crush really pulled one out like listen we're gonna take this and again it's kind of nice and this is you want it's like you want black women to win you really do but then in this regard you also it's like well foxy i felt like a lot of times she didn't get the moment she needs to have and she's kind of on a good trajectory that i hope it continues and so it's like as much as i like j James, and as much like i want you know foxy too and it's like always oh, really hard when they're on opposing sides because it's like oh, how, who you choose but in this regard it's kind of nice to keep momentum up particularly for foxy fierce you know thinking about like uh, LA Comic Con and how we was really hoping, again no shade to Penelope, but we were hoping you know, just to kind of But all
0: shade to Penelope.
2: Uh, but we were hoping that Foxy could have very well taken the belt because she was the last woman standing with her. And so it's kind of nice to see her once again back on a winning streak, back on a winning trajectory. And maybe even though we are rooting for Princess Aussie as well, you know, who knows if we can see Foxy next in line to, you know, get a title shot and get it where it's no nonsense or anything. And so I thought it was a good match, but I think it to keep up the momentum, it was good for Candy Crush and Foxy Fears to win this.
0: Absolutely. And what's so um, amazing about the rise of Foxy Fierce, and I love that um, Nikki, our senior writer, um, Nikki Bougie and also TK came on last week with me to discuss it. It's just like Foxy Fierce just has it. To me, like she, not even just because you know she is a black woman like me, she just has it. She has the like they even mentioned on commentary. It's just like she just has the type of personality that you would put out there to be the face of your company. You know, if you wanted to send her somewhere to represent, wow, incredibly well. She has great qualities. She's eloquent. She's beautiful. She's she's educated. She's excellent. You know, and doesn't feel apologetic about it. Like she's just amazing. So. And even last week when she fought against Robbie Rocket, like that was just an entirely, that was an amazing match going up against someone who is more, I guess you could say, in a sense, more experienced in wrestling, even outside of WoW um, in comparison to Foxy, but she held her own incredibly well. So it's just like when you see, her on that rise, maybe at some point you can see someone like her rising up to be able to face Penelope Pink, you know, again, down the line, like you said, how she faced her at um, LA Comic Con, even though Princess Ozzy is an amazing contender, and she definitely deserves that opportunity, you know, if you're looking at anybody else to become the wild world champion you can look no further than Foxy Fierce. She just has it all together and it just makes a whole lot of sense. So yeah, um, her participating in tag team stuff as well as single stuff makes a whole lot of sense for her to rise through. So I'm excited for that. Um, yeah. In the comments, we have Latonya Sylvester watching on YouTube. Thank you for looking. Um, it says, my apologies. I'm talking to my phone what I meant to say. What are your thoughts on AJ Lee? Um, not coming back for the new season. Yeah. We're sad. We're sad.
2: Definitely are. I do like that I believe she's going to be in season two, which is currently happening of heels. And I'm like, get your coins, AJ, get your coins. But also, I think she was a nice, refreshing part to have on commentary. And because she's not like an act, you know, she's not like, she didn't get in wrestling doing commentary. She got in wrestling doing wrestling. And then we never thought we would see her wrestling anything ever again. Like, it was seen that she was washing her hands and so to have her be there i thought was definitely nice to see that i think it was a, a you know as a fan of her but also just watching wow for me the first time when we started doing this show it's like oh nice we gotta get some insight from somebody who also worked the ring inside the ring before and that's a little different of an insight than somebody who's just there to commentate and so it's sad um, but I hope whatever she has going forward, you know, it's everything she wants it to be. I hope she has a lot of success, but I am sad because I thought she's a really good part of well, wow. uh, but it's, you know, <laughs> we'll see what Maybe she'll pop back in at some other point later on for a different season or surprise us. But, um, I am a little sad about it. I am.
0: Yeah, and I know I've said this before, but I am really upset about it myself, you know, because she's also executive producer of WoW too. So there is a level of believing in this product that she has, considering when you think about the time in which, you know, she made her strides in women's wrestling. It was during a time during, of course, the um, 2010s when wrestling, when women's wrestling, or at least on the mainstream side of WWE, was sort of going through a struggle bus phase, but still trying to find its way towards more equality and more time for the women. And she was a big part of that, you know, change and growth. And a lot of people have argued that AJ was far ahead of her time. Like if she was wrestling now and if she was completely well, you know, and wrestling now, she would have thrived a whole lot more. But for what she did do for women's wrestling during the time in which she did it, she hit it hard and she did an amazing job. So generationally, you know, her on a show like, wow, you know, it's kind of like a really good gateway into a, a level of women's wrestling that you might not have ever watched before because of her past, um because of her past, you know, work. So it's just it is sad that she won't be able to come back. But, you know in wrestling, you're never truly done with anything. So I'm still sort of hoping that maybe one day, you know, she will, you know, sort of come back and play a little bit and might do a little bit more or might be a general manager while or something or, but regardless of whatever she does, whether it be comic writing, TV show writing, cause she does a whole lot, you know, with her writing career as well, she'll be successful in it and we'll be rooting for her every step of the way. You know, but either way, we will miss her voice there. And also, Latanya has um, also wait, we have Bobby saying that he'd like to see more of Ariel Sky on Wow. Yeah, me too. Ariel Sky is very talented. We love her. Latanya yes. also said, talking through my phone again, ladies. Who do you think will be great commentary for them this new season? My, I think it should be you two, lovely ladies. Oh, ma'am. <laughs>
2: That's really sweet. Oh, um, ma'am. That is so throwing nice. It out
0: there,
2: <laughs> throwing it out there in the universe. Wow. You know, we love you, ladies. Uh, all there, yeah. you guys were. You guys treated us, when we were there in L.A., like family. Like, that's one of the things I kept saying. Like, you guys really made us feel like we were part of the team, and we was just there. So mm-hmm. we would love that. Um, I would do whatever you need me to do is what the problem <laughs> Exactly. Pretty much whatever you want to fit me and we I'm okay with that. I would love to uh work around well. again. Amazing group of ladies and everybody was so kind to us when we were in LA.
0: Yeah, they treated us like we were family and I loved it. It was just absolutely amazing. So if we so if there is ever anything that they will want us to do for them, we will be all for it. Plane, tickets booked, everything. We will figure it out. <laughs> we will figure it out. But Latanya, thank you for putting that into the atmosphere, you know, for us, you know, because we love this brand a lot and they've shown love to us. So if there's any way that we could fully, fully connect in that way with commentary, backstage correspondence, any way, shape or form, we would love it. We would absolutely love it. So yeah, just lots of amazing stuff on the horizon. But of course, before we get into the second half of this amazing card of this great episode of WOW, we got to take a quick break because y'all do need to know what other stuff we got going on here on Women's Wrestling Talk. So we're going to take a quick break and be right back.
1: Hey, peeps. TK Trinidad here, boss lady of Women's Wrestling Talk. And I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch, like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, NXT Post Show, Impact Wrestling Post Show, AEW Rampage and SmackDown Live Post Show, On The Scroll, ROH Post Show, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe, check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now.
0: yes and of course shout out to TK Trinidad our fabulous CEO who holds it down and all of the other women on Women's Wrestling Talk who have consistently held it down especially this past weekend my gosh there was so much wrestling happening between NWA 75 emergence with impact and of course AEW's All In we even have representation at All In via Lyric we thank God for her and just and I, every other higher power. For her like we just we're just so grateful for her and being able to be a part of that and just so many of, of us just doing amazing things and keeping the brand rolling whether it's on screen or off screen we get it done here at women's wrestling talk so of course just continue to support us and watch all of our shows because you just never know where we might pop up you know we might pop up in your city you never know you never know so back to the episode we had another Six-woman tag team match, which surprised the crap out of me when this was announced on social media. Like, I'm not going to hold you. This really did shock me. You had Americana and Spring Break 24-7 in Sandy Shore and Crystal Waters versus Fury of the Heavy Metal Sisters. And Holiday and Siren the Voodoo Doll. This really freaked me out on the part of Fury because, of course, they did say on commentary that off screen that um, the other two heavy metal sisters, Razor and Mesmeriah, were banned from Ringside. So she needed, you know, two other tag team members and she got the help of holiday and siren the voodoo doll and this was just really different because they've never really worked together before as far as i know um so i was just wondering how exactly this is going to work out and it worked out until it didn't (laughs) it worked until it didn't okay and americana and granite spring break 24-7 came in hot they started fighting immediately they wanted to fight these girls like full on like they did not wait they got to the action immediately and something that I really loved about spring break 24-7 is something that I love aesthetically is when I see people dress up in bright colors and, and go to moving like real fast it's almost like I don't know if you are a fan of college football and you've seen the Oregon Ducks they have the brightest (laughs) uniforms in all of college football, in neon green and everything, but every time they would move like really fast, and it's just something aesthetically pleasing about that. That was what watching Americana in Spring Break 24-7 was like. They were ducking and dodging for every big blow that Holiday and Siren of Voodoo Doll would try to hit on them. Like They were just agile throughout the entire match and I loved it. You had Americana with her patented backflips because she's a gymnast like that was just amazing stuff but then you also had a lot of great power moves from um team darkness and fury as well and then of course they kept isolating team 24-7 and then of course using their boots on the turnbuckle and running each member of 24-7 and americana into their boots and everything but there was a communication breakdown because Fury decided she was going to start bossing holiday Dead and Siren the Voodoo all around. They didn't take too kindly to that. And Siren, who had an impressive run in this match, especially showing her Northern Lights suplex, she decided to punch Fury in the face and then holiday hit her and they just left her behind and left her to fight the match by herself and this was where i was looking confused because i'm just like so i guess the heavy metal well the heavy metal sisters couldn't have come out but it's just like yo people have broken the rules for far less on here sometimes so i'm just like so ain't nobody gonna help fury but the other team took it to their advantage they pulled fury um towards the middle of the apron and americana hit her moonsault, splash and covered her for the one, two, three. And Team Americana Spring Break 24-7 wound up winning the match and getting revenge onto the Heavy Metal Sisters in a way for destroying Levi's tablet and for hurting Jesse Jones, who is her best friend. So yeah, that was pretty interesting stuff there. But I wonder if this is going to lead to a fight between the Heavy Metal Sisters and Siren and Holiday. But Katrina, how did you feel about this match?
2: I'm with you, and I'm surprised when this was announced because I was like, okay, well, this is random. (laughs) And not to say, you know, again, this is not shaped anybody. It just, it was very random because I I get why the Harry Meadow sisters was barred. And I, because the last couple of weeks, they have been engaging in stuff where somebody will have a match and here they go doing stuff on the outside and causing the match to not go the way it could have went or whatever the case would be. So that was probably one of the smartest decisions what has done because I've been questioning their decision-making choices with allowing certain people at the ring side when stuff was going down, and so this was one of the smarter choices. But I was surprised because if you think about now how the Heavy Metal Sisters even reacted together, and how we was questioning were they even going to stay together because you know Fury and Razor got into it a few times. I didn't think it was going to last long because the fact that she won't write to turning the boss around proved that point of oh you think you you're the leader for everybody and while you was teaming with these ladies for this match you're not their you know you're not part of their squad they have an extra squad member which will be in chainsaw and so to have you know you come and think you're going to just be telling things i was not surprised and it was one of those like well you know there's some sisters and i understand because i don't like people talking to me crazy either I totally understood. I don't know if I would do all that, but I would have left. <laughs> Definitely would have left. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. Because you're not going to talk to me crazy. Like, not me. And so I understood it. I was like, root for that. Just because I'm like, I personally don't like people talking me crazy either. And like, you can't go to another team acting bossy when you're not even part of the regular team, you're doing a moment for this one match, work together, and then figure it out afterwards if there's going to be anything else. But it was just this one-off. So that was Fairy's mistake. And I can't say I think it was smart for the ladies. It would have been really weird if that happened and they didn't win this. I'm like, let's not, be, <laughs> let's not be ridiculous. Like, you guys had three on one at one point. Yeah, you should have won this. And it was good. Um to kind of see that i do think it was a nice contrast maybe that was on purpose you have women who are more dark uh in appearance as far as clothes uh you have you know you have siren the rudder doll and you have holladette who's more spooky more creepy and then you have fury who's literally part of heavy metal sisters and you think about heavy metal type look then you have these three ladies with like nice bright sunshine like summary type colors. And I think maybe that was done on purpose. I, I mean, maybe it was done to kind of see the the difference aesthetically. But I thought it was a really like good match and I thought they were, but I thought it was smart in theory because it could very well end up being, you know, maybe Fury and Razor versus Holiday and Siren because Chainsaw has been on her own little thing on the side and maybe it'll be the three of them versus you know and chainsaw um it could really well be that but in this regard this is on fury because sometimes it's okay not to say anything it's okay to do your job and keep quiet and everything doesn't need you to be bossy as an older sister as i said the older siblings could be a bit bossy and it's possible but in this regard these were not your sisters this was just two ladies you were teaming up with for this match and you didn't have to do all that and so clearly this didn't work out for her and americana and uh crystal and uh, crap, her name. Um, <laughs> I forgot her name just that quick.
0: Sandy but,
2: Shore. um Yes. Yeah, su- uh, yeah. Sandy Short, They got the win. And I think it was well-deserved in this regard just because Spiri came in there clearly feeling like she was the HBIC.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then the thing is, you can't bite the hand that feeds you. You asking them for help. Like if you're asking them for help, then how is that you are the one that's bossing them around? By all means, you should be humble and just be happy that you're getting the help as opposed to talking to them like they're crazy. And plus, these women have dark magic powers. What makes you think they can't send any any horrible spirits to come after you like the spirits got the shadow man and the princess and the frog? Like what in a, what like why why would you play like that? Like these women are of the night. They don't care. <laughs> like they will cast spells on you. I guess maybe she was absent during the whole little you know, the whole little thing that they had going on with Candy Crush and how they kept torturing her and all of the above. But either way, like she like She really just needed to chill because here again, you can't just go treating people all kinds of wrong and bossing people around, especially if you're coming to them for help. By all means, you need to chill and sit down. And that wound up costing her greatly. But Eric Isaac has a pretty amazing comment um, in on YouTube. Thank you for watching. He's saying, wow, no pun intended. But Siren and Holiday are making a lot of enemies lately. First, The Last Call, and now The Heavy Metal Sisters. You know, you are absolutely right about that because they did fight The Last Call last week. And, you know, that was a pretty intense match and stuff like that. And then now they have this possible beef that could be cooking along with the Heavy Metal Sisters. So, it's... I, hmm. That could mean a lot of different problems for them. It really could mean a lot of different problems for them. So, I'm glad you brought that up, Eric. But Bobby in the comments is saying, who would you guys like to see wrestle at WOW? Hmm. Kay.
2: That haven't been there already?
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to think because hmm. there's a few ladies I know. I wouldn't mind seeing, and because she lives in the area, like Jen Savani, um, Viva Van. I wouldn't mind seeing there are these ladies that are in that area. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Notorious Mimi. And if you didn't know uh, who that is, she was in WWE NXT Sloan Jacobs. And she has quite a bit of her indie gimmick in itself, I feel will fit uh, well if they ever the me to call her there. Um, I actually wouldn't even mind seeing uh, Vita Von Starr. I don't know if anybody knows who she is, but she's definitely a big deal on the East Coast. And she has this whole thing that kind of falls in line where she could probably fit in with Holiday at some, I mean, I don't think it'll be a lasting uh, <laughs> thing, but her, you know, her vibes can definitely, I can see it happening. Um, so Those are some ladies, just some that live over there, but also I'm like, oh, this can work for a while if they do this correctly, uh, that I wouldn't mind seeing.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Vicious Vicky. Like ah, that's somebody too. like she's not in my area, but she, but I know her through Rob Williams, you know, shout out to Bob culture podcast. Um, I know her and she is a, she's been a really dominant champion, you know, and her social media presence is getting bigger and bigger. And I believe she's also a part of the last match musical, if I'm not mistaken, if she was on why, I feel like that would be amazing. So yeah, that's somebody I wouldn't mind seeing Bobby Batito saying um, Alex, Garcia? Is that is that if what you If I mean, remember Garcia? correctly,
2: she was supposed to uh, oh, go wow. to WoW, but then mm-hmm. something changed and she put an announcement that I remember. So she was supposed to be there, but I don't know exactly what happened, uh, where she did say that she wouldn't be part of it anymore. I don't know the logistics. Uh, I next saw that, but I did remember she was supposed to originally... Sorry, guys, New uh, York. Uh, <laughs> when, um, you know, they made the first announcement that AJ Lee was coming and everything, that she was supposed to be one of the women on that. I remember her being a part of the photo, uh, but then she decided she wasn't, so I'm not really sure what happened with that, but I wouldn't have minded seeing her either.
0: Yeah, Latanya in the comments is saying that she wanted to answer Bobby's question. Like, I, we love this interaction in the comments, guys. Um, Even though um I know she probably wouldn't be- because she's the former NWA champion, Camille, I would like to see her versus the Beast. Ooh! That might be a yummy, yummy match between Camille and the Beast. So for those who might not know or might not watch NWA, Camille is, I believe, maybe one of the longest reigning NWA world women's champions of all time. And she did just lose her title to Kenzie Page this weekend at NWA 75 um, night two, I believe. So that would be amazing if someone like her who's so beautiful and statuesque would fight someone like the Beast. That would be really cool. I'm still sort of low-key holding, I hope, for Jazz versus the Beast. But, you know, you just never know with that. (laughs) But either way, it would just be really cool. All great suggestions, by the way, in the comments. And also from you, Katrina. And, you know, it's just really amazing suggestions. You just never know who might pop up on WOW. Um, But either way, it would be really great to see everyone come to WOW. Because it's that promotion, you know, for women's wrestling. So, come one, come all at this point. That's what I say. So... We got to get to this main event. We got to get to this main event, Lord. We got to get to this main event. We got to get to the main event. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. So the main event on this episode of WOW was a Falls Count Anywhere match for the WOW Tag Team Championships between Miami Sweet Heat, the Carlson Twins, Lindsay and Lori, versus the Tonga Twins. Now, of course, if you've been watching Our after show since this iteration of WOW has started, you know that we have been big fans of the Tonga Twins. We've been fans of Miami Sweet Heat. You know, I will say that because they are an amazing tag team outside of the shenanigans of the Fab Four. They're an amazing tag team. and Of course, they did make history with their matchup being the first two sets of twins to ever fight for a title in this way. So they are history making in that aspect. And that match was a little bit tainted, of course, because this was For the vacant titles at the time. And it was for the tournament. It was during that tag team tournament. And it was tainted because Penelope Pink and Lana Starr inserted their business where it shouldn't have been. And it was just Ratchet. And I hated it. So, yeah. The Tonga Twins worked their way back up. Um, The latter throughout the tag division even helped some friends along the way in Laia Makoa and Tiki Chamara with the Island Dynasty. And they really did work their hardest to get back to this point, even fighting the Carlson Twins multiple other times to no avail. Um, It was just, it's been a crazy ride. It's been a crazy journey. So now this match had to be it, right? Like, this match had to be it, and I believe that's why they made, they named it Falls Count Anywhere, because there was no rules, there was no DQ, there was no shenanigans afoot, and even Lana Starr and Vickie Lynn McCoy didn't even come out with them this time. Because they actually, for once, believed in the, in the Carlson Twins' ability to retain the titles. And I thought, well, that's different. What about all the other times they were trying to fight for their titles and you interfered on their behalf? Why, why weren't you believing in them then? But okay, um, here we are here with this match. And it was really hard hitting. Like, it was some pretty crazy stuff. They started fighting almost immediately. They were beating each other inside of the ring with tag team maneuvers. But it wasn't a whole lot of maneuvers like we saw in the beginning of of the episode. They used weapons. And I love me some weapons. They used trash can lids. They used trash cans. They used folding chairs. Just shout out to big bama energy that's us they were using all kinds of crazy things in order to destroy each other in this match and i loved it they were throwing each other into the barricades you know they were somehow or another knocking down aj lee's cell phone as they were moving the barricades back and forth like they were just destroying each other back like throughout this match and I really appreciate it. And at one point it even looked like the Carlson twins were running away, but they were getting more weapons. And I was just like, yes, yes, this is perfect. This is perfect. This is perfect. But where everything started breaking down for the Carlson twins was the fact that they brought two chairs into the ring and acted like they wanted to slam one of the Tonga twins into it. But then they wound up reversing it. And one of them got hit again with the lid and got knocked out of the ring. And I believe it was like one of the twins, Lindsay or Lori got a Samoan drop into the chair and then her face hit the chair and then they covered her up for the Samoan drop and covered her for the one, two, three. And y'all, we have new WOW Tag Team Champions. Did y'all hear me? Did y'all hear me? We have new WOW Tag Team Champions. W O W. World Tag Team Champions in the Tonga Twins and you could tell it meant so much to them they were holding the titles crying they had confetti all over the place like it was just a whole party up in there because these women worked their way and clawed their way through in order to be the best tag team throughout wow and now they have reached the pinnacle and won those beautiful purple and silver titles and now when you think about the fab four they only have one title on their mantle now. Just one. I can't believe it. It's like we live in, 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 in a parallel universe. And the comments are going crazy right now. Latanya saying congratulations to the Twins. I've been pulling for them for the longest. Eric saying congrats to the Tonga Twins. They are well-deserved champions and proud to be a great fan of them. Hashtag Island Dynasty rules. Yes. Also, well, I'll get to that later. She's also saying I'm thinking it's either Vicky Lynn or the current champion because that needs to be addressed. Um, I love this match. And I think Latanya was talking about um, also when the new season starts, do you think they will address who was the one who broke the Beast's leg? Oh, I'm definitely sure they're going to talk about that because Beast is going to be in the second season. So I know they're going to have to address that. They're going to have to. And it might have literally been Vicky Lynn because I feel like it definitely was one of the members of the Fab Four because they drove up in this nice white car and it looked like it could have been like a BMW or any luxury car that's out of my price range. You know, and they were covered up and we couldn't tell, but it could have been either one of them. Goth Vegan said, I love this match. Me too. So, yeah, like it was just a hard fought match. It was very extreme. It was something that Steven Dickey kept mentioning would make a lot of people in Philadelphia proud because, of course, that's the home of ECW, you know. And then you also think of Terry Funk, who just recently passed on Um last week and how he was definitely a purveyor of the hardcore stuff so he might have loved this match too so it's just like you know it was just lots of extreme vibes going on but we got new champions that's really the biggest thing like and these women really made history you know for their representation in terms of tongan women you know and pacific islanders just continuing to rise to the top of the ranks in in all of wrestling not even just in WWE with the bloodline but just in every other space in wrestling too and now it's even happening for the women so we love 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 Pacific Islander people and just to see them rise like this which is amazing and refreshing to see I wish I could have you know watched it as it happened on television but I couldn't because I was working an event but either way it was so amazing to see because we've watched them from the beginning and now here they are and they are the wild tag team champions, but let me stop talking. Katrina, how did you feel about this match and how do you feel about us finally being where we want it to be?
2: <laughs> I'm going to apologize in advance. I think they're doing fireworks by me. And so if you hear it really loud, that's what it is. Um, but yes, as we said earlier in the episode we from the very beginning from the very beginning when we started doing this after show and we knew we were gonna get some new tag champions i said that the tongers were my go-to i stood by that not and this is no shit because i do think miami sweet heat or and again i mean i'm a twin i don't have a twin sister but i am a twin and the twin magic thing clearly both teams have that you got Twin sisters, you got the sister vibe, the twin vibe. But I always said it should have been a tago Twins from the very beginning. And when we were supposed to originally get that match, the very first time there was shenanigans. The match never happened. And then we got it the second time, and it was more shenanigans. And then Miami Sweet Heat got it. And then they kept making sure the tago Twins couldn't get involved. And then they was thing with Coach Kevin Lee and Randy Rara. So when they were making their way back, and I'm like, this is their time to finally get the match for it to be. And I think this is a perfect way to kind of tie up the feud of having where it's like kind of all hand, you know, you know, do whatever you need to do, take the gloves off, get, you know, if you need to get a little bit more extra than you normally will get, do that. I also really appreciate it. Cause I've said this. And again, I love the stars, cool peoples, you know, they're cool peoples and all, but I definitely did say that I kind of need them to have a match with no interference. And I feel like while Hurt us speak this into the universe, they watched the show. I was like, you know what, ladies, we got y'all. And we got a match with, even though they probably could have interfered because it was no DQ, they surprisingly did not. And that makes this all the more better for me because they was able to win it without shenanigans. They was able to win it without anything the Swimy t- Sweet Heat didn't keep it because of shenanigans it was just they happened to lose. And so, you know, I'm really really happy about this. I've been wanting these ladies to have this belt since last year. <laughs> We've been waiting for this since the last year. I've been on and like I liked all the tag teams we had, but the Tongas were my favorite team because they were dominant, they were sisters, they're women of color, it was all these things that I love. And so I am so glad. I was really happy. I felt like I was like there when I finally got to watch the match. I wish I was there because I would have been talking all types of nonsense in the audience. Like, yes, baby. I've been screaming and cheering and all this stuff just to kind of, show how excited I was for this. I was very glad with this outcome. I've been wanting this outcome. Again, no shade to the ladies of the Fab Four, but I've been going for the Tonga Twins from the very beginning, and I think this is well-deserved. They were, I believe they should have had it in the first place. It was all this nonsense involved with those matches before that I thought they should have had in the first place, and this time they showed them why they should have had it, and I'm just so glad. And while I did see the message, because I did see their message after, and they were kind of talking some smack, Miami Sweet Heat, when it was like, just keep the belts warm for us and don't stretch it out so it can it fit us perfectly. They was talking a little smacky smack. I still believe the Tongas, my girlies, was supposed to win this. And I'm so glad. I am so happy for them. And I really hope they are allowed to have the most dominating, like, as possible dominating run with these titles. I was very happy about this. This was like, wow, I was like, thank you, wow, for getting us together this episode because we have complained about interference even earlier, having Fury not uh, the heavy metal not being there, the heavy metal sisters I was like, Oh, you guys are listening finally. We've been saying this for months, like, stop with these shenanigans. We're having people interfere in these matches and messing up outcomes. And so, I'm just glad that we got new champions, and I just can't wait to see what they do, uh, going forward with both.
0: Yeah. And I will give credit where credit is due. When they were talking mess at the Tonga Twins, you know, on social media, they mentioned how many days they were champions, like over 180 something days. And that's to be commended, honestly. That really can be, that is really definitely to be credited and give love to them for. Because I believe that even if they had not aligned themselves with the Fab Four, they would still be, you know, really great champions on their own anyway. They didn't necessarily need anybody to help them win at all. They were just really good on their own. Like, if you were to go back and watch the match, which you can't do on YouTube, if you were to go back and watch the match that they initially had, you know, for the vacant titles, you know, that match was fantastic until it was ruined by Penelope and Lana. And it's just like, they probably could have held those titles, you know, of their own merit on their own if they had not have had interference thrown in there. They are an amazing tag team. Lindsay and Lori, did a phenomenal job as, you know, champions. They probably would have done, you know, way more or way better if it wasn't for, you know, the negative influence of the Fab Four. But, you know, they might want their rematch. And, of course, I'm more than sure the Tonga Twins will be happy to give it to them and probably beat them up for it so they can keep their titles. So I'm here for it. I'm okay for all of it. But the one thing I do wonder, though, is what's going to happen with their standing in the Fab Four. Is it going to be a situation where Penelope and Lana and Vicky are gonna start treating them different because they don't have the titles? Are they just gonna kick them out because they don't have gold anymore, or they're just gonna be you know, well, okay, they're the, they're still the Fab Four, and we're just got a plot and scheme to try to you know further cheat and get the titles back? Like, I'm wondering what's gonna happen with that. But either way, I'm just so happy and thrilled for Chaos and Kona you know, who were trained, you know, by Samoan royalty, you know, when it comes to their wrestling career. They were trained by Rikishi. They were picked out, you know, by The Rock's mother, um, Ada Johnson, who told them they should be wrestlers and stuff like that. And then, of course, they've had to fight through so many other things to make their dreams come true to be wrestlers. So, the fact that they've made it, you know, to this high of a pinnacle in during a time of which, you know, people are wanting more still for women's wrestling. It's a beautiful thing, and I hope that they just continue to hold those titles for as long as they possibly can. They deserve this. We love them here. And hopefully at some point, maybe we can interview them later on because, you know, they're new champions. We, we would yes, love please. to talk to them. <laughs> we would love to talk to them, you know, and see where their heads are at and what their journeys have been, you know, throughout wow like that would be amazing so somehow or another we got to work that out but congratulations to the tonga twins for being the new wow tag team champions i'm so excited for them so, yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Wild Superheroes After Show. Of course, thank you all so much for watching and engaging in the comments. Bobby Batito saying, I always enjoy watching Wild. Wow, I'm so happy that you are. I'm so happy that people's minds and hearts are being open to this beautiful, um, colorful, amazing. Different type of all women's show but still an all women's wrestling show all the same and I'm happy that we even get to be a part of it and support it the way that we do every week and just continue to just help it to grow. So, yeah, just continue to support the show. Um, Figure out where it comes on for you on WowE.com. That's their official website. Um, If you want to support them, buy their merchandise on Amazon.com slash Superheroes. And you can, of course, watch their episodes on YouTube whenever they post their matches on there. And you can watch it on Pluto TV as well. And then they also have documentaries on Pluto TV that you can watch, too. So, yeah, they just have amazing content to support them with. So just continue to support them as they continue to just grow more as an all as a beautiful, all women's division, goth, um, goth vegan saying, wow, is so much fun to watch. It really is. And I'm so happy you guys feel that way. And hopefully the audience can continue to grow more and more. So Katrina, tell everybody where they can find and follow you and what you've got going on.
2: I can be found and followed on most social media platforms and in be Trust, Threads, Instagram, TikTok and Twitter cuz I refuse to call that X. The E is a 3. <laughs> I refuse. Um I did uh, uh, recently re-interview Rebby Hardy, uh my girlie. Uh so if you haven't had a uh <laughs> yet had a chance to check out or pre-order her a new book, uh, which I think has a very lovely message. Definitely go check that out. I have quite a few. I was I was on break, guys, and so I totally slacked with the videos. But I have quite a few reviews coming up. Quite a few reviews, actually, at least seven. Um, and so those will be up soon. And then, and this is the first time I'm actually officially announcing it. But if you are in Vegas in October, me and Boss Lady, TK Trinidad, will be part of TwitchCon to be talking about the pro pro wrestling. And I had to make it very clear that we're gonna talk about some women's wrestling because that's what I do. Um, And so we will be at TwitchCon uh, in October on the wrestling panel showing Every the, the fellas because we're the only ladies on the panel uh showing the fellas what we do and so that's my first announcement i will have a graphic there's graphics wasn't really fond <laughs> of it and so i'm gonna make this a beautiful graphic if you've seen any of my other graphics uh previously for any panel i've done i'm gonna make this one pop for all and so i will be posting that hopefully the next couple of days but this is my first official announcing that we and tk will be there and so that should be awesome
0: That's amazing. Congratulations. I'm so glad you got, you're getting to do that with TK. Oh my God. That's amazing. And then the fact that y'all are going to be the only women y'all hold it down, hold it down. I'm so excited for y'all. That's so great. So please be on the lookout for that. And of course, Katrina is the queen of graphics. So if you do need graphics done, you know, you know, go to her, please go to her, go to her. She's amazing. She's amazing. She's amazing. She's amazing. So sweet.
2: Not the queen, but I've gotten, doing these panel graphics has made me so much better at doing stuff and making it better. And so. You know, I do a little something,
0: something. <laughs> and the something, something you do is fantastic. Okay, but yeah, that's so great. Congratulations to you too. I can't wait to see you know what comes of that. That's great because TwitchCon isn't a convention I've ever been to myself, but it does sound pretty interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm really glad that y'all are doing that. That's fantastic. But as for me, you can find me, your girl Stephanie Hardy, on Instagram, Twitter slash X, and um tw- um Threads. I forgot the name of it. Just just like that at Queen Steph Hardy. Of course, listen to my show, the Hardy wrestling podcast, everywhere you get your shows at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google podcast, iHeartRadio, radio. And of course, subscribe on YouTube at the Hardy wrestling podcast. And just continue to support me and my wrestling career. I did just do commentary, um, play by pace slash color commentary with Luis at Spartan wrestling's meltdown in Gaston, Alabama. I thank them for allowing me into that space to do commentary for the very first, first time. That was really cool. Um, and hopefully I will continue to do more commentary work, you know, book your girl, book your girl, book your girl. Um, and Just continue to just support Women's Wrestling Talk. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at www.talkpod. Go on www.talkpod.com for all the latest news, interviews, web. Of course, our website is brand spanking new. Check that out. And then we also have amazing merchandise that you can purchase. And we might have more on the way. So continue to be on the lookout for that. And just support all of us in every which way imaginable when it comes to wrestling and just in life period. Because we are still figuring it out. You know, but at the same time, we're still remaining steadfast and loving wrestling the way that we do and loving women's wrestling the way that we do, too. So, yeah, let's just continue to love our women's wrestling as much as we can and to continue to uplift it and uplift ourselves. Because it's so easy to just fight and just be angry, but it takes a lot of faith and a lot of work to show love to each other. And not just be rah all the time. So let's just not be rah and just love each other and hug each other because, you know, it's, you know, we all love this thing. So let's love this thing and love each other. Okay okay so with that in mind this has been the wild superheroes after show on women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet they're the twos and we the ones we'll see y'all later on the next episode so until next time have an amazing
1: week and bye y'all women's wrestling talk the number one women's wrestling show on the planet